0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Blondes Building Equity. I'm super excited today. Jess and I are actually in person today, which is exciting and probably the future of the podcast, which is great. And we have an amazing guest today. We have Derek Demio, and he has built an empire. Our last few guests have been real estate guests, and we wanted to switch it up and show you guys that you want financial freedom. It doesn't just have to be real estate. You can quit your nine to five and build any empire that you want. And I really push you guys to find your passion, find what you're interested in. That's really going to, what's going to be the longevity. So Derek, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you've built and give them some tips.
1: First of all, thank you for having me on. I'll give you just a quick and dirty kind of how I got to where I am right now. So I'm 40. I live in New York right now. I started out like in the corporate world. I was the guy that was in college that was in the fraternity flipping shit on eBay for extra beer money, right? And so leaving school and jumping into kind of that corporate environment, you cap yourself, right? And Mm so I got up to the point where I was making six figures a year, low six figures, never satisfied, never fulfilled. And I'm like, there's got to be another way. And so now everybody knows the company Airbnb, correct? Mm -hmm. Now, Brian Chesky, the founder of Airbnb was on my hockey team for 10 years straight, right? And so I remember reading Brian's story, literally sitting at my desk miserable with my job right and I read Brian's story and I think I'm built different than the masses like I want people to win I want you to win I want this so I see this and I'm like holy shit. Like I played hockey with this kid growing up and he just built a billion dollar company under the radar. And now it's, and this was before Airbnb actually exploded. And so it just kind of gave me this little kick in the ass to get out there and start trying different entrepreneurial stuff. And so I failed with my first two businesses. They were just like disasters, right? I started to then get into the Amazon space. Now everybody knows Amazon has blown up over the past roughly eight years or so. It's created more multimillionaires than I've ever seen out of any other industry because a lot of people can get into that segue and then they can just explode and you really don't need a ton of skill sets. You got to kind of understand how to market. You need a graphic designer, stuff like that. But long story short, I'm working this job and my wife is pregnant with our child, our first boy. Oh. She has him and she's dropping Wes off to daycare every day visibly crying, like wants to be home with our child. So I sit there and this is kind of how the entrepreneur in me Thought. my wife makes 80 grand a year I gotta replace it. Don't care how gotta replace it right So I start I start off with an e-commerce company in New York City. I went as the head of sales there. We were taking brands and we were bringing them direct to Amazon and multiple other channels and we were running stuff for them but we were also providing software. So as the head of sales I'm onboarding like sizable accounts. These guys are paying 10, 15k a month. We're flying on site we're bringing them on the software. And I'm like a student. So I'm there, I'm learning their whole process, right? Now, this is where, you know, my wife, Rebecca, you know, this is that process. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to start a side hustle agency. Ideally, I was just like, we'll do social media marketing, etc. But my knowledge is Amazon. So I'm flying back and forth to China at this time doing a deal with Alibaba with our software company, we almost got acquired by Alibaba in this process, I'm then meeting with factory owners there that want to go direct to Amazon. Within 3 months I replaced my wife's income, like wholeheartedly replaced wow. her income, right? So now now she's home and I'm like, holy shit, I'm on to something here. Right. So three months later, not only did I replace my income in my previous job, but we were making a hundred thousand dollars a month at that point. And I'm like, I'm really on to something right now. So we continued this path, and I quickly found out the real money is being the brand owner and selling the products itself, right? And so right. I partnered with my business partner and that was that was six years ago and we've transacted we've done almost a billion dollars in gmv on amazon we exited five brands peak of covid we exited five brands at like the top of our valuation sold for an incredible number and then on top of that we kept about two brands so we're still doing about 60 million a year on amazon but at one point i was like the 30th largest seller in the world on amazon and that's including like the name brands too and so we were just you took it i Took a chance basically is kind of where I was all with
0: that yeah it's super exactly. interesting though to see also like a lot of people view building a company and selling it like a really long-term process and it's really amazing for you to see yeah. that in within yeah. five six years you were able to build up yeah. the companies and exit and that's the ultimate goal for a lot of people I mean to exit the yeah. grind you know put into something passive and retire I mean you're a hustler so not all the hustlers yeah. can stop working but you could yeah. and so that gives like people the yeah. motivation wow if you started to tomorrow and think in five years, you can exit a company, a hundred million. This is, crazy. This is, doesn't mean that, you know, you hear about the Elon Musk and the, even in Amazon, they, they are yeah. building their entire yeah. life, his work. And that's some people's goal, but some people just want to be yeah. able to have an exit strategy to kind of live their life. So. And
2: I'm curious, what is like the overhead? So you're saying some of the numbers that you're making, cause this is all online, right? Like e-commerce, there's not a huge overhead or did you mm-hmm. have like assistance as you have other sales representatives? There's,
1: yeah. So like people right now, when you say the word e-commerce, Commerce, they think of all the shit that they see on Instagram, which is like all right. automation, dropship bullshit. Yeah, 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 it's nothing like that, right? Like, right. we were the real deal. I built real brands from the ground up. Our overhead between me and you was astronomical because you got it when you're doing that kind of volume, you got 30, 40 million hanging in the wind at any time right, because right. you have to build goods, right? And so yeah. My business partner happens to be a factory guy. So we were a unicorn. Like I'm front end. I'm marketing business development. Like I can take a product and literally figure out what makes Kinsey tick and sell it to her, right? Like I can psychologically, like that's just, it's a skill set I have. Amazon just looks like the matrix to me. Like I can just look at it and I just see it in a different lens than most people. And so, but the capital carry was like one of the advantageous reasons that we exited because it was like we could pocket quite a bit of capital on it. And then my first investment after our exit, I invested in a company called Game Lancer Kinsey. You should check them out. Okay, And that was my first investment. I seed rounded them at 800K Mm -hmm. and we just went public. So I own 11% of that company. Company. what's their valuation now it's going to be close to 100 million i believe they're publicly traded on the canadian stock exchange and right now we are in this amazing spot so you know when you check them out we own every gaming handle fully verified we own tiktok gaming gamer we own everything on tiktok and we basically have all this paid media buying that we're bringing in the door now mm. but we have tentacles we have tentacles in every industry and so gaming is massive right now our channels get 1.4 billion organic views per month, right? So we were an attractive acquisition in the company that bought us. Everything went public and we rebranded as Game Lancer. So this is a project that I'm like super hot and heavy on right now. going to stay involved with these guys. Yeah, I think it's going to be very big. So So
0: with all of your brands and now with this company, so you're really worth media buying. Has that been your kind of your main form of marketing or what has been?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to product, you know, media buying on Amazon, like at the peak before my exits, I was spending $1.4 million a month. I'm just unpaid. So it's just paid. through Thing Facebook is, is YouTube that
0: YouTube and TikTok.
1: Nope. Strictly Amazon. Most people wow. think like this external traffic. Like, if you I want had a to different. When they're already
2: in.
0: There's a
1: saying in Amazon space, like, we feed the machine. Like, Amazon, yeah. the ROI is amazing. So, if you like feed them the way that this machine wants to be fed, wow. they will give you better impressions systematically. And so, I saw people trying to cut corners and I was like, you know what? That's noise. I'll spend here. And then, as a result, all of our items were best sellers practically. And yeah, so, it this, worked out really well.
2: Is this because I'm thinking like you don't do as much marketing outside of Amazon because people don't necessarily care about the brand as much as they do like the reviews and where it places on Amazon. That's exactly. That's but I'm true. like, oh, I love that's, Amazon. That's, I've yeah. been like a huge buyer. Like I literally buy yeah. everything. On everything, everything. Like told, Kenzie's like, okay, so our assistant, like, let's have her go to the store, and I'm like, no, I Amazon Prime that. Like, she can do other stuff. Totally. But I Amazon Prime everything, and I don't want to leave the site now, even if
0: it's like closed, Like, I know it's gonna be less quality. I'm like, oh, I just get it on Amazon, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shipping, it's
2: easy. Amazon just makes everything save actually mastered simplicity. It's simplicity. And understanding, like, simplicity. I know that yeah. I can take it back if I don't like it. That's the best thing ever. Like, I'll pay, yeah, or even if I need to. And then, but most of the time, and you then don't then you
1: get. So to your point that you just made right now, I'll ask you this question. When you search for a product, whatever it is, doesn't matter, right? Would you say that you make your buy in the first Four items. Do you know what I mean when I say this? So, like, 100%. search oh, an item. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Typically speaking, so that's that's the point, right? So
0: that's where I'm so going you're doing SEO so for SEO.
1: I have the stats on it. Right, I have the data on it. So, typically speaking, the first five spots is where 75 percent of orders come from on Amazon. So right. when you know this data, I throw money at it because the ROI on the ad spend right. is astronomical. When I was spending, yeah, when I was spending 1.4 million a month, we we had months we were doing 15, 16 million dollars in one right. month. Like it was absurd and our margins are really good too. So it's, it's a balancing act. I think the entrepreneurs that like really have that tenacity and hustle to get in there and break systems down. Right. like they really know. And you know, like you so. said, it's
2: about understanding the buyer too. Like if I understood totally, I, I totally. on Amazon, what do I do? Yep. Like, what do I do on a daily basis? I definitely don't go past five. Like I look at the right. first five, whichever one is the cheapest has good reviews. I just buy it right away.
1: Three things that they buy on, they buy in reviews is huge. So if you're, if you're like below four stars, no one even clicks it. Right. Yeah. Four and a half and above always review count super important and like the holy grail bestseller tag I had that on every one of my items so like and how did you I know to hit these benchmarks and then you know they equate to the volume that we were doing
0: how did you decide on these products did you have any products that did a lot better and then some products that were yeah I'm,
1: I'm gonna tell you my products right now too let's gonna, go and okay and <laughs> so pillows huge volume of pillows. So oh. we were big in the pillow space, right? And then here's, here's, here's the funny one, air mattresses. I was the largest air mattress seller on all of Amazon. And the reason we went that route is because my business partner, number one, manufactures them. So obviously oh, we're yeah. experts in it. He's built for any brand on earth, like huge operation, but data wise over 25 years straight, air beds have never declined. So I'm in a product that is not recessive, right? Like hmm. I don't like one-off products like during COVID. I mean, honestly, during COVID, I'll give you another one. I was the largest face mask seller on all of Amazon, the whole platform,
3: Wow, oh.
1: the whole platform. We sold a ton of them, right? And my rep called me one day. He goes, can you get masks? This is right. When, remember when the guy in the boat that was like outside of uh, LA, right? Do you remember that cruise boat when we were kind of just like getting into COVID and people had COVID on that boat and it hadn't hit the States yet?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, again? yeah. I remember, you remember
1: that. Yeah, then my rep. <laughs> we were me, stuck in the like, yeah, 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 yeah. My rep was like, "Dude, can you get like masks?" I was like, "Bro, I can get anything. Like, I can source anything that we need." And he goes, "If you can get masks, you will sell ten thousand units a day right now." And I almost fell out of my chair. I was like, "Holy shit!" And at that time, no one really knew what COVID was. Like, I'm not a giant fan of masks, full transparency, but nobody knew, right? Like, is this like yeah. some plague that's going to end something? And so. And you we stock up and you up lose
0: them. You c- that's what I've learned about products too. and like the yeah. best thing that you can be with products is something that people are going to constantly buy. If you're a skincare product, yes. you buy it every month. I wash my hair. I'm going to go through my shampoo. I need to buy another exactly. one. Exactly. So with air that. mattresses, that would be interesting to yeah. me because I don't need more than one air mattress. Right? Yeah. You
1: ready? You ready for this? Here's the data. They have a two and a half to three year cycle because they're made of plastic. Right. They get a little dirty. Typically, an Arabette is this, right? Like, Kinsey's going camping with some friends. They want a glamp, right? They're going to bring this there. A couple drinks later, a little tipsy. One of them gets like a hole in it. It's a little, so then you're like, oh, but I love the experience of it. Right, so right, like or camping, you just like move, cabins, cabins, throw it out, exactly. and
0: buy a new one. I have yeah. bought a few air maps in my day, so- <laughs> That's <laughs> my point. That's my point, right? So you bought. A few- wow, is it so because
2: okay? So yeah, they buy it every three years, but is it also because it's a higher price? Like it's like they buy so it within three years, and it's all higher price. Not not
1: necessarily. Like we covered every price point, so I I could sell you a queen air bed for seventy bucks. I could sell you like a queen air bed for hundred and fifty bucks. Everything comes down to plastic, guys, right? So this is how this works. You, you take any product, right? You got this charger here. She could have a charger there. I can weigh them and instantly tell you, because it's all plastic, right? That's what a ton of the products here are made of. So it depends on the spec that you build. Like Amazon is notoriously known. Sellers build really shitty spec products and they don't sell well. And then it results in the reviews and they have a wasted program. They wasted a ton of money. We always built a premium level product because I want the reviews to glare that way. And so subsequently our products have north of 40,000 reviews on them. Some have over a hundred thousand reviews on them. You have to really forward think that you got to make sure that you're long game on it. You see nowadays, every entrepreneur that I see is trying to come into the game. They're just short-term wins. How can I make 200? How do I make 200 grand right now? And it's like, well, why not just make 200 grand for the year when that 200 grand is going to spiral into a multi million dollar a year income if you put the right. work in? And that's how I try and get people thinking these days, like the young kids that I talk to, you know?
0: This is They're incredible. Really so, amazing. what was your favorite brand that you've built? And what made you be like, okay, and how many brands have you built?
1: Yeah. So, I built six from Inception. Okay. My favorite one was a brand called Enerplex, E N E R P L E X. I liked it because I bought it. For 1.4 million and mm-hmm. sold it for an insane multiplier. When I bought this brand, this brand raised a hundred million dollars when they meant to market. They almost named Denver Bronco Stadium Enterplex Stadium. Company went belly up. I bought it for the 1.4 with a partner uh-huh. and we, you know, 30X the brand. So it was great. It was a lot, it was a fun story. Like I was able to take it because mm-hmm. it was normally phone cases and I put it on pillows, air mattresses, digital weight scales, face masks. Like we we got really creative with the brand, you know? And I think it takes that in this day and age.
0: So you are actually housing the product you you actually have the stock right because you're not drop shipping so, it.
1: So correct but what we do we're we're a little more sophisticated than that. We build all of our goods in factories that we have overseas and then I utilize our shipping and Amazon shipping and we ship 40 foot you know the big container. We ship 40 foot containers at scale, hundreds of them. That goes direct to Amazon. Amazon actually holds that product and they ship all our products.
0: Right. right. How do you get the <laughs> Funding when you were starting your first brand to be able to house the product, and not dropship. So,
1: so basically, when I did that, what I was doing was when I had the agency prior to partnering with my partner, dude. I was saving everything. Like I was frugal, right? Like I, you know, like I can live great now. Like now, I'm I'm able to ball out a little bit. But honestly, then, guys, I'm not even kidding you. If I made ten bucks. Nine of it went into back into the business, right? Like, I was just calculated that way. I'm like, all right, to get to where I need to go. So then I was able to save enough money up. Me and my partner threw in, started with a couple containers. And what was nice, we weren't taking any money then. We didn't take money from the company for over a year. No money, like, zero dollars came out of the company. paid us. And that's how we had the bankroll. Right. So how were
2: you that, able to do you know? that then? Because I think we're also the same way, but I don't think a yeah. lot of people <laughs> are like that. So how were you able to, you had another job while you were also growing this company? So,
1: so yeah, exactly. So I had the agency right, and then I had this. So the agency was paying us. That paid the salary for me and my wife. At that time we had two because we have four kids now, right? But at that time we had four. two. So I'm bringing in this income, right? This income's healthy and I'm building my kind of what's to be the empire and I'm not skimming from it at all. And this is where this is where I see so many young entrepreneurs fail is they're like they start making 20 grand a month. Great. They go out and buy the Lambo. Oh, right away, 100%. Right? They go out and buy a $70,000 watch right away, right? Like right. all these different things are happening and you're like instead of putting it back you into got, your
2: company. You got
1: yeah. Like if your business fails, you got literally $16,000 in the bank. Like you're, you're up shit's Creek basically. And so a lot of the folks that like I mentor, when I talk to them about this, I'm like, tell me about what you do with everything right now. Yeah. And 80, 90% of the time, because I mean, Kinsey, I follow you on Instagram. Your content's amazing, but 99% of Instagram is bullshit. It's not real. Right? right. Like, and what I mean by that is like, it's, it's a lot of flash and it's like, listen, I show cars on there. I do a lot of that shit too,
3: mm-hmm. but I'm
1: in a different spot. And the Lamborghini and the Ferrari I own are paid for by businesses that bring in residual income. I get write-offs on this. And this is what I try and get people thinking. Like, you know, I don't know what the exact thing, I think it's what, if you can't buy if you can't buy something three times over, you shouldn't own it. It's
0: some, something to that
1: effect, but
0: right, we that's always, kind
1: of how I see it.
0: People are sure. always like, you guys, like you're so rich or like our friends, we have to like get them in the mindset because we, I'm the most frugal person you will ever meet. I'm TJ Maxx, Marshalls. I don't like to buy, I don't buy. Anything. I love it. I get all yeah. the things, labs, worked out deals, yeah. everything. So it's like, even now, I mean, if, even if we have like to our name, you know, multi-million, it's all into back into real estate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, for us, we're like, oh no, we need for rent. It's going to be about a thousand bucks. That's going to be our, and they're like, people are like, or at dinner, we're like, no, we don't want to pay for that right now. And our friends are always like, but you guys are rich. We're like, but we're not wealthy right now. Yeah. We're, we're rich. And, but everything. Totally get and it. Far. And I, I totally
1: think that's an important.
0: I love, I love that ladies, but I love that you
2: do No, that. you that's know, a we superb- have- that's my story. I think that's that's an important thing to note for anyone starting out in any business is that first and foremost, because everyone's like, how do I start with no money down and no job and no experience? And I was watching this guy the other day on YouTube and he was like, save money, get a job. Like I'm not (laughs) teaching you how to do something with no money, no experience, no work ethic, like get (laughs) one of those. You need to get one of those. And if you have the, the biggest,
1: thing, totally I, like, I think right now, like I think the young, the youth that are up and coming right now, the biggest thing that you need right now in this environment is a skill set. So what do I mean by yeah. that? Right? Like if I'm trying to get in the door with Kinsey and say, Kinsey, I want to be an intern for you. And she's like, all right, great, Derek. What do you do? Like everything is value guys, right? Everything is value. So if I say to her, I can create compelling short content, I'll take your content, dice it up, make it beautiful. Give me a shot, I'll do You're it for You right? Hired, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> but nobody nobody wants to nobody do does that,
3: that. Right? I shouldn't say
1: nobody, but you know, you need but that the mentality, the thing is, right? it's
2: really hard. I think, especially as an entrepreneur, when we're scaling, because we're both relatively successful in our own right. And that's because we have that mm-hmm. mentality. But now in order to scale, we need to like delegate some of that, those tasks to people that are kind of like us, where they're like, how so, have that tenacity to them. But well, how do you find someone hard to find? So, find so watch, task so, task
3: watch, watch, task so task. watch, watch don't this,
1: don't watch you this. Do this. Do you you're going like to, you you're going to like this. I'm going like to answer that. So when I was building my Amazon business, right, the joke was I had two US based employees and I had an Army on my India team, right? And my head of marketing comes in one day and we're just like drinking coffee, looking at this, like laughing. And she goes, Dude, you've built a nine-figure company with like literally two to three people here and all these VAs. She was like, We should turn that into a business. And like we kind of joked with it, right? So all of a sudden I thought, like, I was actually able to successfully do this. So to your point, we launched a VA company. We did this two years ago. We have a ton of customers now, like death wish coffee. Like we have real brands that use us. Right. And they took the business model that I had and they just simply implemented it into what they do. So now I have this huge high rise. Yeah. huge, Huge high rise in India with hundreds of employees all under one roof. We own the company. So for example, folks like you come in, Kinsey comes up and says, Derek, I need like literally three hours of my day back our rep sits down with you. And then we start getting you thinking in another way. Kinsey, what are you doing every day that you do every single day? Go back six months from me. And you're like, okay. And you do this exercise and you're like, holy shit, I'm doing like literally six things daily all day long. And then we... Take that off your plate. We do video SOWs. It's a really sophisticated system. I'm, I'm actually very excited about it because I think it's kind of like the next big company for us. It's a very emerging oh, yeah. market right now, you know. Yeah, no, so, I'm like I'm a freak, guys. I'm a freak. Like I'm in. I got 17 companies. Like I'm not. I'm not well when it comes to this, but I love it. <laughs> so,
0: but no, that's yeah. what we love. I think like yeah. one of our many yeah. passions is finding people like that because I think yeah, yeah. serial entrepreneurs and you just find like whenever I, I've been in LA now for three days and we. We've just been networking with everybody okay. and I'm like when I find someone with that inside them yeah. I'm like, like we're gonna goes. be friends we gotta work together
1: because so- because we're built the same like I guarantee you if we were in the same room we would rap for three hours straight and all three of us would leave with immense value right yeah and mm-hmm. that's like the people I'm in New York though but I was in the city for a while and now we're in we're in upstate New York I'm in Saratoga Springs It's beautiful here oh,
0: gorgeous yeah but,
1: but but my people aren't here if you get my drift right like yeah. I'm, I'm a little more upstate so i don't have like i don't have females like you here i had access to that yeah in in miami in new york right i don't really have that here so i gotta travel to kind of get back to my tribe sometimes which is what i do you know but covid kind of curtailed that down a bit but it's nice that things are open again obviously or you have
3: zoom (laughs) yeah
1: zoom zoom's good yeah it's not the same it's not the same zoom's not Ah. the same as hanging then you all go out to dinner after like you're networking all night long right and you leave and you're like holy shit Kenzie gave me a gem and I can actually take that now and I just made a million dollars on that for example right
2: I have a question about the virtual assistant because I was thinking about that the other day because we've been looking for a little bit I mean a week now but that's a long time for us because we're like we're usually so quick but we've been looking for an assistant and I was thinking about that when I was googling it there's these sites that are like virtual assistants for $11 an hour and they specialize in social media marketing and Kenzie was kind of like well that's way below like minimum wage like how can we even find that and then i was like wait a second what if you go to a place that has cheaper rate of living and you well my editor is in India yeah but like you specifically hire them to work kind of like someone here that understands like social media and understands how to market to your audience and like train them to be a very highly skilled worker but they don't need to be paid as much because they're in like you know
1: there's a a world that exists where like you can literally run every business that the two of you are operating the problem that I see most people have and why, to be fair, why VAs can sometimes get a bad rep is it's not necessarily a VA issue. It's, and I'm going to use this example, it's you understanding how to onboard a VA, right? Now I've cracked that code. And so like we have a whole system, like we have a hierarchy. So, for example, if you go on Upwork, guys, this is some dude like working in a bunker in Pakistan with 30 accounts telling you that they're only, you're their only customer, for example. Like the VA game is very shady. Like they're working yeah. seven, eight accounts. I wanted to kill that at the core of it. So basically I formed it and we own the company. Mm. I have the managers there, right? So like every VA has a team lead. Every VA is only assigned to one customer. Our churn rate is like nothing right now. Like it's one of those things too. Like the reason I like the business model is because I guarantee you this. So if I chatted with you two after and you took VAs on, the funny way this works is there's no going back. Like you never can, like it's that sticky. Like I have right now, I have three personal VAs that just work for me. And then I have have a bunch that work for the businesses I have. Yeah. If that were to shut off today, you know how screwed I would be? Like overnight, overnight, right? And that's, that's how much they're managing. What it comes down to though, is how you implement your video SOPs. So we do video SOPs. We give you the software, you go on, you're going through on your screen in real time, live, recording how you want tasks done. Right. You have to remember something like Kinsey wants things done the way she wants them done. Right.
0: Yeah, the that's hard that. It's like, we, right? we want to be like, you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The biggest preconceived thing that people have is they think a VA can come in and automatically know what Kinsey wants done. It's not realistic. It's yeah. not reality at all. So there is some work up front, but dude, it pays dividends if you do it, because think of it like, what would you be doing if you had four hours a day back? You'd be prospecting new business ventures, new real estate deals, new side hustles. We find your helicopter, right? Like that's how that goes. And so- I yeah, think it's a little I, bit of a helicopter I, I anymore, which
2: is that's very
1: sad. So true. <laughs> I told true. her yesterday, hey, what I why?
0: can't anymore. We're so busy right now. I mean, we're just diving full-time uh, real estate investing. Yeah. And we and but we're I also wish. running our social medias and our podcast. And we like we have five thousand things to do a day. Yeah. And it's like I just have to take a backseat on some things. Like I was able to build my social media, yeah. I lived an amazing life and yeah. able to monetize to a certain level with it. But I have bigger goals. You know, we want to be billionaires, we want to
2: own yeah. all the real yeah. estate dating Dang. in downtown Dang. Los Angeles. And so, I think another thing yeah. that I'm realizing right now, because right away, We're like, let's hire a virtual assistant. Let's hire like a bunch of employees to work for us to offset some of this work. But what I'm realizing as well is we're kind of like figuring out our brand together because we have one separate. So now we're coming together. We kind of need to do that first before we're like, okay, we're going to hire a virtual and they're going to do this, this, and this. We need to know where do we fit in this world? What is our brand? Like what, what is our long-term goal and what path gets us there? And I think that's what we're kind of doing right now versus like how much time do we spend social media? marketing or how much time do we spend lead generating or you know meeting new contractors we're trying to do that ourselves first then once we have a rhythm and understand then we can like offset some of that work
1: you're spot on like you can't give away what you don't know and what i mean by that is you have to figure your systems out first So this is what I did like on the Amazon piece dude I mean I'm full transparency I was working 16 hours a day for yeah. like a year straight it's just what you know I had no social life at that point I, I was on a social butterfly life. That, right I mean you know the great thing about my wife is she's incredible, amazing with the kids. And I remember when I told her this, I remember when she quit her job because I replaced her income. Yeah, And I said to her, I go, I go, I just replaced my income. I'm quitting my job. And I had a stable job. It was like making a buck 80 a year there. She didn't even bat an eye. She was like, I believe in you, babe. And like, I think we need people like that in our lives, right? Like we need people like that. Like there's many female entrepreneurs that the husband works a stable job and supports his Female to go out and like go build your dreams, and I'll support you. I'll do what I need to do to hold it down. Right. And so, honestly, she was great. Like, she was amazing. She, like, believed in like me. That. she supported me. We have that. You're looking for that
2: guy? We have You're that. that, guy? We have looking that. Guy. Well, we're looking for that, that girl, guy. Girl. But I think. Something else that we're learning, because we always try to give people tips and tricks for how like we have kind of made things successfully. And the biggest thing I think with us together is like we were like the other day, we we're like a partnership. Like it really is so hard to be an entrepreneur by yourself if you do not have a partner totally. keeping you accountable or someone that. You feel like you owe them when it's just yourself. You don't have as much obligation. That's why nine to five sometimes are the most stable thing because you're working for someone you have to go in or your boss is yeah. like, where are you? So to have Kinsey, it's like, it's almost like I have a boss, but I'm also an entrepreneur. Like I also work for myself and it's like best right. balance. And every day we're bouncing so like off each other. But in our personal
0: life, I think we need, oh, yeah, like, yeah. For, for it's been a problem in the past. Like, you know, when we have huge goals and we want to work and it's typical for a woman when you're dating, because we want a successful guy too, yeah. but they need sure. a woman yeah. who's supporting them and we Absolutely. are trying to do our own thing. So it's hard to have that both. So it's hard. It's, I have d- that it's
1: difficult. Life. Now I don't know how old you two are, right? But like, for example, I see I see men that are somewhat successful, but like extremely intimidated by a successful woman, which I think is oh. absolute insanity, right? Like,
0: uh, no, but I they don't
1: want, no, want, I don't I want, want us totally, totally. I love seeing independent women like following their dreams, like do, like hustling the way that you two are. Like, I, I don't imagine how many different side hustles you have. It's probably as many as me, right? Like you're in <laughs> as many verticals as you can. And I think yeah. that the reality is it's a numbers game guys. So one pops, you're like, I just made 18 million on that exit. I'm taking the 18 million to get to 180 million. I'm yeah. at 10 exit, right? And then right. something else pops. And before you know it, like the rooms I'm sitting in now, I'm in rooms of billionaires now, right? Five years ago, if you told me I'd be where I am today, I would have believed you because I knew I was going to get there. I yeah. you, yeah. My, yeah. My, my mindset, like, <laughs> all right, you ready for this? You ready for this? Last, last time I was in LA, my boy put this, task. this a tattoo of a lake here, a really prestigious lake in New York, right? So it was about three and a half years ago. And he said to me, he's like, this is, is this like a lake? I was like, yeah, Lake George. Look it up, the place is sick. And he's like, do you got a place there? I go, I will in two years. 18 months later, I bought a three and a half million dollar property there, cash, right? So that's the power of the mind. Right, and I think people underestimate that often. Like,
0: oh, we tell you two are
1: always focused, right? Like, you're focused. Your mind is set on stuff,
0: and we have no limiting belief We're like, right? Someone says like, oh, well, that's a little hard. I'm like, no, I'll buy that building. Like, there's nothing in my mind. Absolutely, I'm not. I buy that that building.
3: (laughs) I love that. I love. I will
1: figure out how. I don't. (laughs) I I grew up in a middle class family. And the story that I was told growing up was you go to school, try and graduate oh, high school. 100%. And if you work, work hard enough, maybe you'll get a house one day with a mortgage and a white picket fence. Wow. And so I was, I was programmed that way. I you
0: could retire at 65. Totally Woo!
1: 65, retire, retire at 65, like, and then die at 70. Cause you yes. killed yourself <laughs> for all these years. Right? Like you see that story all the time.
0: A lot of people do. Whereas die at now 70. it's very yes,
1: they do. They do. They do. Yeah, they did a whole study on that.
0: You shit. get five people years. Come on.
1: Closely after retirement, right? And here's the thing my parents were great. It wasn't their fault, right? Like my mom was a school teacher. My, my father was a Viet- too. Yeah, my-, my
2: mom is a yeah, yeah, right on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 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 my dad was like a, a Vietnam vet letter carrier for, for the U.S. Post. This guy got up every day, 5 a.m., 33 years and did that. And yeah. so that-, that was my conditioning. And then I got fortunate. I met some people that think the way that we do. Yeah. And I read realized I had that in me. And then, so I think that's, you never know the impact you make on a human being. You know what I mean when yeah, I say that, yeah. right? Like if you two think back, somebody hits something in you Oh, like
2: yeah, I'm actually, worth, I'm worth it.
3: Yeah. Do it. Yeah.
2: That's actually how we met is like being connected in circles here in LA. Like I was sure. always looking at like, who are the business owners? Who are like, I want to get into real estate. Right. I literally looked at who sells the most real estate in Beverly Hills, who makes the most amount of money. I want to be you went
1: right to the top. You went right, right to the top. top,
2: and I think I was like Always. 18 years old, door knocking, and I started like doing deals, and people were like, I- "Like how?" I don't understand, and I'm like, "It's the circle that I surrounded myself in." There was no doubt in my mind. Yeah. I was like, "No, I'm going yeah. to be make money. I'm but going I to be." It was like a
0: change, like because before yeah. I moved to LA, I went to nursing school, and I thought like, you know, I wanted to become a doctor, and then I saw doctors were working till they like in school till they were 35 at the residency, and I was Brutal. like, oh So I switched to nursing, Brutal. and I was like okay, I'm smart this is gonna be 100k a year and then all of a sudden I started traveling Instagram started kind of and I moved to LA and it was yeah. literally like my mind just blew up I was like, wait, wait wait so doctors are not the only rich people I thought the only way that you if you were smart you become a doctor yeah. that's what you're raised yeah. like you think like if you're smart okay go so be think? a doctor and you'll make money and we yeah, yeah. we came here yeah, yeah. and I, we I would ask people I'm like they're driving this car I'm like what do you do for a living they're like I'm a real estate investor I'm like that's yeah cool. Yeah. I could, I'll figure out that. And then somebody totally. looked at both of us, the person yeah. that introduced us, yeah. this one guy, yeah. and he, was, he was successful. And he said, you, you guys have brilliant minds. You should meet this girl, Jessica. And that's how we met five years ago. But yeah. he looked at us and said, I hope, you know, you could do anything. And yeah. that was everything.
2: That you know? actually like changed oh, yeah. my life. Yeah. Hey, so that's that's, that's that. what I'm saying. You how successful they are running like a multi, like $300 million company and looking at you and saying, You have something that not a lot of people have. Like you have what it takes. Just hearing that and knowing that it makes you see something in yourself. Whether you have it or not, you gotta believe you have it.
1: You do, you do, you do. Then that's very true. Like honestly, there is an element of fake it till you make it. Sometimes when you get into certain things, you know, like there's a little element of that, right? like, I, I oh, love that story. She don't though. For that. But I love that story because it's like one person said something to you mm-hmm. and it gave you this level of confidence that you were like, not only am I not going to fail, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to excel in it. Right. And like I had a very, some, I've had real, honestly, I've had, re- I've been fortunate. I've had really good like men in my life that have been oh. mentors. And I had some amazing, like I learned to sell from one of the best female saleswomen I have ever met. She taught me true business development. I'm talking, not car sales. She taught me how to create value. And that's really important, right? I think like everything's a value exchange, right? Right. I wouldn't be doing your podcast if you didn't think I could bring some value to it, right? Right. Like, that's how life works. And I think when people start to understand that, it's the example I gave to you of like, hey, Kinsey, let me cut up a short video for you. I just want to get my foot in the door because what you're doing looks cool. And I want to get up there and I want to learn from you. That's the drive that people need, right? Like that's the programming and everybody has it. They don't know how to access it. And that's yeah, where right. I think we come into play. Like we have to, we have to give back what was freely given us, right? It's just and do, the way the universe works.
0: Do you do any yeah. education? I know a lot of people that we network so, yeah. these days do a lot of like, yeah. Teaching their knowledge, which I think is super powerful, totally, because I totally. would—if I went back in time, started at nineteen yeah. again, I wouldn't have gone to college. I would take a course yeah. on how to learn totally. a skill or something like how that.
1: To do, how to do something, right? Yeah. Right. So the the Amazon space, as you can probably imagine, is incredibly saturated with yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Right. Now, everybody that sells on Amazon knows me, everybody, right? And I've built my brand that way, which has worked well. I talk at events. I do stuff like that. Yeah. I will one-on-one with people, but to do a course and it like, if I put my face on a course, I would feel so cheesy because then I'm having to do these like marketing plays and shit like that so uh-huh. the reality is and that's think a whole Amazon, business in
0: itself it's hard it's, to honestly honestly I've seen the inside honestly, of that. honestly
1: Kinsey you're gonna make maybe three million bucks on a course and I can make that in six months without having to do any of the other bullshit right like right. I can get to that very easily with a side business so it just doesn't make sense right but I can add value at scale to founders right. I mean I'm invested in so many companies right now like the guys at Game Lancer I and you call all about conversion
0: per price per ticket I know a lot of course totally stocks, they go totally. from bigger to priced items so you selling to a company and saying I can restructure your entire business. Yeah. That's a 100 ticket play right. or 100,000 right. know, You want big ticket plays for less customers and that's how you're going to make Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you fully on that. And so, but no, I've never done that. I've spoken at the events. I've mentored people one-on-one. We did a whole internship thing for multiple years before COVID. So, I was going to the schools and you know who I was finding? Us. I was finding our people. And I was like, Come oh, here, let me how? show you this. And like some of these people have gone into really cool shit. And I don't want to take credit for that. It, me and my team were able to put this together. Like, I have a kid that left, you think him like a buck 80, 200 years. He's 24 years old, right? And he just took stuff he learned with us and he's been able to implement that. That kid will be a millionaire by the time he's 27. I promise you, right? But he had what we have. Yeah. yeah, Is that yeah. Drive. Is that you know that sometimes takes a little bit to pull out of somebody, right? But everybody has that. Anybody yeah. that the, our everybody has life. a drought.
0: Our whole life. Right, right. one day. Yes. So it's a little bit, but oh. I don't know about you. I I mean, I was senior class president valedictorian in my high school. I was always, driven I just did yeah, you I'm had like, a lot of you had a i saw that but you had a lot of like big accolades I i didn't have that shit dude I was like in high
1: school I was drinking smoking weed like I was like I party you know and I, so I, I up too though I was
0: like the one party a lot I, partied I was lot. popular yeah. so I would party yeah. but then I would make sure I get my straight A's I was I was like senior president I was doing dolls playing all the sports dude, I- you
1: were you were goals <laughs> then for me in high school because I was partying a lot and I was like it is and the thing the thing that's funny about me I don't know if you relate to this I mean you seem like maybe the type after you describe it that way can you just read something and automatically know it and go get an A on the test is that how you roll like is that no. your program
2: it was always because
1: right, I'm not programming
2: yeah. it's her hard work thing she works totally, totally. That's, and I know most people it's like, but honestly, I don't even think those are the most successful people because if it comes that easy, yeah. sometimes they don't learn the work ethic oh. that it takes to run a successful true. business. My siblings, I grew up the dumb one out of my siblings. They yeah. would get in,
0: uh, like a hundred percent on their ACT, like crazy kill it. And I would do worse. Mm-hmm. And they, I was always like, I'm the dumb one. And then I realized I was way better at networking and way harder working. Yeah. And I had the leadership skills and the drive. And then they now are just like engineers and they make a hundred. 100000
1: dollars a year, make and work
0: in their office, and that's it. Yeah, but they're
1: brilliant. Really- but the story, like I like, I love psychology. The story that you told yourself at that time was, "I'm the dumb one." We've all done this, right? Like I remember, yeah, yeah. getting out. And like, when I really, cause I was partying like crazy. And I woke up at 25 one day. I'm like, dude, you're literally going to accomplish nothing. Like if you continue to live, like I was, li- I was living in Florida. Like I was like, I'm I know. Know.
2: 25. Yeah. Beautiful. Like
1: I'm 40 <laughs> at 25. I was four or five years behind where your drive is. So I love seeing this, right? Like 25, your mindset's there. It's amazing to be honest with you. But a lot of us have been a victim of believing that negative self-talk oh, yeah. and it's, it's death. It's death. Like I wake up, Dude, meditate. Like I have non-negotiables in my life now. Oh. I work out every day. I meditate every day, right? Like I take vitamins. vitamins every day. Like I do all this shit that keeps me mentally healthy. Yeah. Because without that, without that,
0: I lose like my creativity. I
1: lose my drive, my creativity. Yeah. Like Kinsey, Kinsey, I know you work out a ton. How do you feel when you don't work out for three days straight?
0: I've actually been on this kick this last three weeks. I haven't been working out, which is really surprising. How do you feel? You feel better? You feel okay? She was saying I was moody this morning, and I was just thinking about it. I have been. <laughs> (laughs) moody. And I was like, I think it's like, I'm not like waking up. Like that was always my release. Like, yeah. right now we're
2: working so much and we, it can be, we're like, whoa stretch, like you're one great day, one never cry. So I need to release yeah. that. Well, cause she's never really moody. I never have issues with her being moody, like ever. So it's probably- And it like, doesn't- I it, thinking about laughter, like- It wow. doesn't bug me, honestly. Like, I just kind of <laughs> laugh. Like, she's like, there's so much clutter everywhere. And like, she's a little like edgy. Yeah. I just moved but, into her <laughs> place. It all up. I'm like, a little clutter. Yeah. <laughs> she's like yeah, trying total. to throw all my stuff away, <laughs> but you know what? It's fine. And then I'm just kind of like, you know, you're a little moody today, but I think it might be because she religiously works out. Not She out. got me and people
1: like. Her IG, like the thing that I noticed right right, first off, I was like, this chick's cool as hell. Like she's jumping out of planes. She's doing, so I saw that and I was like, this is neat and it's good content. Right. And so, but the one thing I noticed about you is you're super active. Mm
3: -hmm. And I know
1: for me, like I, you know, I played sports a lot. Like I was a great hockey player. And so when you leave all that, I still need to move this body or it's like for me. And I was only giving that example. If I don't work out for three days, dude, feeling it.
2: Same, same. Slug sluggish, slug it, you know, know, a little
1: mm. fog, a lot of brain fog, right? Boom, yeah. go get in, good workout kill cardio, lift like crazy, and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm like a new yeah. person, right? And you so kinda, that's yeah. why non negotiable. No more yeah. non, you know, non-negotiable. Yeah. I've always Sorry, seen were you, successful were
0: people that they have all those things. Like you look yeah. at someone who's successful and you look at just the traits of their life Yeah, and it the all habits. has correlation. You have to see the correlation yeah. it because like I don't know many really, really successful people who don't also value a healthy lifestyle or working out. Like it's yeah. impossible to keep your Absolutely. your body going when you're feeding it crap and you're not like uh, you're not releasing
2: anything. Food <laughs> is
1: a big one. Food's a big one. Like you're eating I, like um, shit all day.
2: No something good. else that that I've implemented is also ice showers in the morning. Oh. Tony Robbins always does. I've been that. doing that. I've been really? doing that. Oh my God. I love it. I, I, like, I, I love it. You. I love it. Like- More than anything, because I was just like, I don't care about like a tighter body, blah, blah, blah. Like I, my body's great. But what got me was mentally like training yourself to do something really hard in the morning. Everything else kind of becomes easier. And also training your mind when you're feeling like your body gets tired and to train your mind. Like we're going to do this anyways. It correlates, like it overflows into like your work life, your personal life, everything.
1: Wow. You need a cold plunge. I'm ordering a cold plunge. Have you seen those? Like, but every oh, yeah, so single plunge. Is- this one it's it's expense, like seven grand the one that oh. I'm getting. But yeah. this thing will sit at Thirty nine, and to your point, you get in there at six a.m. <laughs> Dude, you go in there at six a.m. So I have a steam shower, so I'll go cold plunge, yeah. steam, cold plunge, yeah. steam.
2: So the
1: endorphin I can ride on that is like five to six hours. I know you know what I'm talking about if you're taking cold showers like
2: Yeah, that. yeah. Wow. It's like
1: a you can ride that. Like I can ride it. And here's the craziest part: I'm normally like a two cup of coffee a day guy. If I'm doing that, I need zero coffee. Doesn't even affect me. I don't. I don't even need it. I don't even need it. And I like coffee, you know. You know what i mean but i don't need it
2: okay I know i'm that.
1: operating with like we can such do this in the mentality. morning at
2: liam's house yeah. liam my friend he lives next there to you go place. yeah and he has a, a yeah. actual plunge it was like eight thousand yeah i was gonna say the only thing you gotta we're try making, Easy, we're making life
0: changes i moved from my mansion now we're living in a tiny apartment together we're investing it all so
1: are you were you in puerto rico flipping homes is that what you were doing or did you just move there for a while
0: uh yeah i was there for times. Yeah.
1: Like listen, between me and you, the last place I belong is New York, but you no know, families here. We have four yeah. kids. I and mean now I'm back would, like, in- chase yeah. me if I went there. I'm yeah. going
0: back in LA for yeah. now. So I moved there. And it was during yes. COVID and you know they we pay four percent tax there. And it's also the community oh. I live in was incredible. Imagine some of the yeah. most successful entrepreneurs in the world and I know. You drive your golf I know are like, there. Hey Paul, how's yeah. the fun going? Oh, you just raised two bills. Oh. Okay, see you at lunch tomorrow. Like it's crazy. The Let's go play like, around
1: tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And but then I mean the the, the market there is insane. But yeah. yeah, I'm going through a breakup right now, so um, I'm, oh, I'm you know. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay, okay. She has me. So I'm just getting my feedback on the ground. And so,
1: what's real estate look like in LA right now is the question. Do we just like put an
2: offer in yesterday. It's funny. She's been here two days and we've literally put in an offer on a house, got, yeah. you know, getting yeah. our first investment property. The market is it. very inflated. So, obviously, even when it's inflated, you can still find good deals. Yeah. You have to be very, very particular about the deals that you put offers in on. Um, so we found a good deal. That's the biggest thing, but it is very inflated. So it is kind of a risk, obviously, to get in if you're doing a longer project. Because what Mm -hmm. if we see a little bit of a correction? Yeah. But to put it in perspective, it's 20% over year over year, 20% over.
1: I mean, like, so for us, you know what I love? Like, I like right now, I'll tell you what I love real estate. Like, we we own a lot of real estate. I love elite, elite lake properties. Gotta be lakefront. Like, I I bought a 3,000 square foot cabin in Lake George. Does a quarter million dollars a year. Right. Wow. And so like I have a business model there. And then in a week I close on a property in Nantucket with two business partners. Nantucket, Okay. Oh, oh my god. god. So like oh. I'm going I'm going there. I'm going there in two weeks. Hit me up if you guys are over there. Like I got all kinds of hookups there. But listen oh, so we bought this property. We'll close on it. We paid about $5 million for it. Okay, now here's the deal. I'm going to go stay there for a bit and then we got the whole summer rented. We're going to bring 400 in. That pays for the tear down. One of my business partners is one of the largest developers there. We're then going to build on this This piece of dirt is arguably the nicest piece of dirt. It's just in billionaire's row there. Wow. And then we'll build. We'll be all in for about $10. we will flip it for 16 5 In 16 16? months. $16? it will be sold 16 5 in 16 months. But the point I'm making here Right, is like I go after recession proof places. Nantucket is fucking recession proof. It's all billionaires there. So we'll pour the foundation and this house will be sold. Right? Yeah. That's kind of the way that I'm looking at real estate right now. I'm not a fan of, I don't want these multi-units. You want to know why the fucking cap rates are not real. The valuation is not real. As this market corrects, I don't want to get into a situation where I paid a million for this. It's appraised at 750 or 800 and my cap rates down based off of what I thought I was getting. And so I think like for me, we're being very careful with those type of investments right now, Uh but I like to, I like destination locations, guys. Like
2: Right. I'm okay. Welcome. No, yeah. that those are, Nantucket is like such an amazing place. The place that we put it's an awesome. offering on, yeah. it's like right off of Melrose. And that's like such an iconic yeah street like where totally i know exactly where it is yeah Yeah. melrose and Vicente. so it's like very iconic it's hard to see even if we do have a correction or a crash it's like this area will always be one of the prime spots in la so that's what we're focused on as well instead of just doing like smaller Mm -hmm. areas like harvard heights and inglewood and like when you have a crash it's like nobody wants to move to those areas now we're buying in a place where it's like okay even if we have a recession or a correction like that this place will always be a place for people or you cannot That we
0: can get borrow our money out and be able to use as an Airbnb that would super totally because it's totally. Yeah, that's true. Are you
1: buying, are you buying, rehabbing and flipping? Is that what you're generally doing right now? Like, is yeah. that your model? For, yeah. For yeah. now,
0: that's the, the plan just to continue to build a lot of cash flow. Cause we could do like 10 to 20 flips at a time once we manage it, but eventually like to develop would be, those are bigger <laughs> returns. And then to have big syndication buildings. So yeah, I, I do want the passive income model. It's, it's just figuring out the best way
2: to yeah. do it.
1: Real estate, real estate's generational wealth. You guys know this. Like yeah. it's real estate is, how many people I know that their net worths are in the hundreds of millions? 50, 60% of their portfolio generates some of that. And they did that after they had success with their. So they they exited an IT company for 90 yeah. million, right? Or remember they went out and they got in the real estate market. They learned that game. The interesting thing about the three of us, right? I don't know about the two of you because I, I think you're I think you're wired this way. I can go into any business model and I will learn it and I will become top of the food chain at it because to your point I'll go right to the top yeah. and I'll say hey I want to do a deal with you I'll put a million in a deal and then I'll watch exactly how they do it I'll learn the whole system and then yeah. I can replicate yeah, it and 100%. I can do more I deals mean, with them like that's you know
0: and that's yeah, what we so do spend that. so much time networking and we, we value it so much we have an hour a day for yeah, yeah. networking because the more people we meet they see that we add value Yeah, so we know how yeah. much value they at 25 years old our main goal right totally. now is learn every in and out so we made a billionaire who's Real estate investor, and we're like, let's have lunch. Yep. And we we pick
2: his brain, and we're like, okay, we know. Something Absolutely. I think knowing our strengths too, like obviously, I'm not, you know, we're we're young, attractive females. We can use that as yeah. a we can be yeah. like, you're let's listen, you're seven billion, and you can teach us a little bit. You yeah. want to go out to lunch? Like, and they always say yeah. yes. They you always wanna, say, oh, they're not like getting like anything. Billionaire, just billionaire to
1: wants to hang out with some pretty girls. We'll disclose some information. I mean, if there's something
2: wrong with that, yeah. <laughs> and I think like yeah, I'm, I just want to point out to people everyone has a strength that they can work with whether or not it's like you're young attractive females and you can get in the door with these billionaires or maybe you have another side hustle like let's say you're a really good wholesaler you find these really good deals that also is is a huge quality that you can add. value they when you have money you don't have time so if they have a lot of money you probably don't have time to be cold calling and door knocking and getting these deals you have that to bring to them. You have to understand you're yeah. so much value to them that they don't. Yeah. Have. you have a lot of. Time. You get it.
1: I like how you, I like how you two think. You get it, one hundred percent. I mean, you're spot on. Like honestly, it's really encouraging to see like two young female entrepreneurs at twenty five years old with where you are right now. Not just monetarily, but mentally and mind space wise, you guys are gonna kill it. Like, watch where you are at thirty. It'll be like so. It'll be like nothing you can ever imagine. And right now is the largest transfer of. What wealth that we have ever seen. Yeah. And so we're all kind of in spots right now that are advantageous to where this market is, right? Like, right. let's let's call it what it is. Like, stock market's fucking tanking today, guys. Like, things are getting crazy. Stock so stock people, about stock
0: and crypto, people, so
1: people that I have zero dollars in the stock market never have. Oh. Like, the stock guys would come to me. Like, one guy wanted me to give him literally $20 million. And I go, what are you going to do with it? And, like, I, I love fucking with these guys. What are you going to do with it? And he's like, well, you know, I go... I'm my best return. He's like, well, what do you mean? I go, so I show him my returns. I go, can you beat that? And he's like, well, well, no. And I go, I don't know. It's spread across 17 companies. I go, I don't think you really had any value to me. Like The way I look at that is I want to be able to control what I do because I'm good at what I do. So what do I mean by that? If I have a company that's failing, I can get in that company and fix it. Dude, I don't own Netflix. It's down 80%, right? Like, I don't have any control um, over Netflix. But I'm nervous. Like, yeah. That's how I view stock market. I don't know. It's just me. Not saying it's right. I've been successful without the stock market.
2: And right. I'll also, I'll add we are it's we are impressive but we're still young and we just made this mistake of like investing yeah. in crypto and investing a lot into stocks and you know we had
0: the mindset like okay you know what well for me with crypto I was like did so much research I but I was like if this does 10x it would make a big difference to me very passively Absolutely. versus like if I lost my million dollars like okay I can make that again like I'm yeah. not really worried 100% so, but, yeah.
2: but <laughs> I think that this is all to say we are learning yeah. and whoever is watching this like we are still going yeah. Going through trials and errors. And like, I just lost like yeah. 700,000 in the stock market. It's a lot of money to yeah. lose. It However, is. what, what I've learned and what I was telling Kinsey yesterday is I almost like, don't regret it only because how i lost really? that money is because i am such a risk taker and that is a quality yeah. you can never buy is like understanding i agree with that, that money is just yeah. money and like taking those risks but obviously now i'm learning like which risk to take <laughs> yeah which risk to take but totally. you don't need to have totally. like a risk mentality of like when you first started your e-commerce business you still had to put yeah. a lot of money down to get those crates in like that's a Fun. risk you don't Fun. know how to if like
1: want to if that be. failed i was belly up right yeah, But I knew, but I knew it wasn't going to. And I kept that mentality. And I like that. I love that you're like, lost 700 grand. Yeah, it shit hurts a little bit. But like at the end of the day, right? You're like, I know over the years, I've lost millions. Mm, that's the, good to but, hear. But I'm you've made <laughs> substantial amounts, right? Yeah. And every time, every time I lose something, I learn more and I'm bulletproof. Yes. Yeah. On the next thing that I do, right? Yeah. And so this is like a learning game. But if you're not failing, you're not growing. No question. Yes. Like if you're so not having little I fails.
2: Back to, you know, yeah, I always yeah, like yeah. think to myself, like that this is how I'm getting through this right now. Is I tell myself what you've learned is more priceless yeah. than the seven hundred thousand that you lost. Like the 100%. amount you've learned is like I'm I am becoming bulletproof. You know, I'm not there yet. But like yeah. like you said, like you have to go through these fails. And every successful person says this like if you have not failed, you will not reach a billion dollars. I think we've already going to it's like two you said you fit two
0: companies failed before it happened for you right i had
1: two two in the beginning yeah two yeah. in the beginning yeah. I think
0: we both had two previous like before even before my social media i was building yeah. and then it just like, didn't work and we were always trying this is
1: when i this is when like i had no money at this time so like yeah. a, a fifteen thousand dollar investment to a oh, startup yeah. for me it was every mm-hmm. penny i had to my name right and so yeah. you then have to go out and like rebuild and sometimes it can get but that's the thing is most people that i see that really succeed they never quit. And every guy that I know that I've talked to here, every gal that I know that I've talked to here has had failed business ventures. So it's like, it's kind of part of, you know, you lost 700K. It sucks. I've lost money like that as well. But we're smarter now. We're yeah. smarter now. You're more. You're risk adverse in certain areas. You might not yeah. jump at this investment right away. You'll think it through a bit and go, "What if this goes here?" So not being negative about it, but just doing better due diligence. Right. I found that due diligence like as good as you get at doing due diligence will pay insane dividends, right? Dude. And it's a tough thing yeah. to do sometimes. Due
0: diligence. You know yeah. this wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Derek, this has been way better than I that was. Knew. Fun. I knew you were going to be absolutely fun. amazing, but yeah. you're incredible. I hope we, if, when we're in New York, thank
1: you. I'll grab. Dinner and, and yeah, yeah. Dinner. absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love to meet you too in person. Yeah, it'd be a fun time. I think that'd
0: be fun. amazing. Yeah. And then anybody who's watching, obviously you guys have seen that Derek's an absolute star. So you follow him on all platforms, check him out. Thank He's you. always posting really, really, really cool stuff. He actually just I don't know how I I found you, but then I started following you because it's just so we beautiful. just
3: like linked. Yeah,
1: we linked and I was like, Wow, you're doing interesting shit. Like, I <laughs> and like I like thought I the copy. same about you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah where yeah, yeah, would you yeah. want people if yeah. someone
2: wanted to look for you, where would you direct them? Your Instagram, YouTube. Probably just
1: yeah. Instagram I would go Instagram my handle my handle is my name Derek Demio. D-E-R-E-K-D-E-M-E-O yeah yeah sweet thank yeah, you yeah
0: right there bam right. <laughs> okay Derek thank you thank you that so was much. good
1: that was good yeah. girl I enjoyed it